This is a Hoff Studios podcast. Welcome to the Evolve podcast, where we will be discussing all things high vibrational, all conversations helping you to find your way back home to who you are meant to be on this earth during these times. Come on in. Hello and welcome. Oh my goodness, you can hear the excitement in my voice. Welcome, welcome to the first episode of the Evolve podcast. And I've been very guided to share this story that I'm ready to share today um, for quite some time. Didn't know how I wanted to do it, but this feels so right to me, so authentic. I really don't know the exact plan of how this podcast is going to go, but if you know me, you know I follow my intuition and I let the universe just lead the way. So get ready for some excitement, no rules, and just flowing and bringing you all that I'm guided to bring you. Maybe just me, maybe some guests, who knows? You'll let me know what you want. But today we're going to be talking about Um, something that's a really big change in my life and I've been wanting to share about it, but I really needed to do it at the right time in the right way. And I felt like it deserved a whole episode around, around this topic. So here we go. Let's get started. I first need to take you back to the beginning. Where is the beginning? I don't know. I grew up on Long Island, in a small town, Franklin Square, very close to family. And I feel that I grew up knowing that I needed to be independent, work hard, make my own money. And that's pretty much, and like, of course, be a kind person. But what I just said before leads to where we're going with this conversation. Um, so yeah, now fast forwarding to college, deciding on what to do, what to study. My parents very much encouraged me to become a school teacher because it's safe, because it's a wonderful job for a woman. And when I have a family, it will be so accommodating and it has so many benefits, so much security. Their baby would be taken care of if I went along this path. And so I did being a people pleaser, doing always wanting to do the right thing and what my parents wanted me to do and just make everyone proud around me and happy around me. There I went becoming a school teacher. And while I was studying to be an education teacher, I also got to choose another major, sociology, which I happen to enjoy so much more than learning about education and teaching. Um, I love the study of society, love the study of why people make the decisions they do, and just like this macro view of the world and life. And I was just such a nerd. I got like a 4.0 in all of my sociology classes because it was something I really enjoyed. But I knew deep down along my whole entire journey that I was put on this earth for a very specific reason. And I knew because of my childhood and because of struggles that I went through, I knew I wanted to empower others because um, I saw lack of empowerment, not in myself, but in other people in my family. And I always wanted to be the cheerleader for everyone, always wanted to share that anything's possible. It's never too late. This is just a message I always knew intrinsically, very innately within myself 
myself that I shared with anyone who needed to hear it throughout my whole life. So I always knew I needed to help people. And I was like, okay, maybe teaching is the way I'll help people. But I never felt super connected to children. So I was like, I don't know how this is going to go, but I'm going to do it. This is what I was told. This is what I'm going to do. And so I set off and did it. I became a teacher's assistant. After college, I manifested an amazing job at the place I was a student teacher, incredible school district, a dream job. All the teachers there were so super passionate. And I love the fire and the passion that they held within their hearts for what they were doing. And um, that passion really attracted me because I'm a very passionate person. I want to be in love with every moment of my life. And I loved how much they cared for the students, how much they cared about their careers. And coming from a family where my mom didn't have a career, I knew it was important to my parents and to myself to be this career woman and lead the way. So I manifested a beautiful job without really consciously manifesting it at the school that I student taught at. And then from there, I knew that I had to go and get some experience out in the world beyond Long Island to really land a great job one day on Long Island. So I told my parents, I'm leaving this beautiful school district that I'm part of, and I'm going to the Bronx, New York to teach. And my dad said, you're absolutely crazy. You're never going to survive in the Bronx. You absolutely cannot do that. What are you doing? You're in a great school district. How could you leave? How could you do that? And I said, dad, this is just something I know in my gut. I have to do. Peace. I'm out. So I got a job, but let me tell you, I got a job as a general education teacher at a time where there was a hiring freeze. The city was not hiring any general education teachers, and they were only hiring special education teachers. And I was always concerned that I didn't have my special education degree. It would be hard to get a job, but I ended up getting a call randomly that I got this job as a general education teacher for the DOE when there was a hiring freeze. I'm like, okay. So I went on the interview in the Bronx, and before I could get home, they called me. They offered me the job. Didn't even have to do a demo lesson. It was pretty awesome. And from there, I started teaching, and it was actually one of the best experiences of my life, working with the population of children that were in that school and in that area. Um, It was just – it was really life-changing. And again, I – enjoyed my everyday, made the most out of it. I showed up in the best way for the kids, but I was always like, is this really why I'm here on earth? Is this really my passion? So I worked there for three years. I met incredible teachers, administrators. It was an amazing experience. And then I ended up hearing that there was a leave replacement back at the school that I was working at before. Um, And I was like, let me apply for it. And I got that job. I was so excited about it. This was my dream to get back to that school that I was in. And it was close to me. And my husband and I, we just moved to Long Beach. It worked out perfectly. We lived really close to there. um, And it'd be wonderful. So I took the job, came back, and I, for the past seven years, I've been teaching there in... um, in a place that is really a dream teaching job, I have to be honest with you. The community, the children, the staff, my bosses, um, the salary, the benefits, the time you can take off if you need it. Like it has all the things that we've been 
so conditioned to believe are of so much importance um, and necessary for our survival. And it had all those things. And I enjoyed going to work every day and being with the students there, building relationships with the parents, the kids, the staff. It was truly a dream place. But now I'm going to take you to around 2017 when I changed my diet to plant-based. So I've been teaching now at this school for about, um, let's say, two or three years at this point. So I was getting married. I changed my diet to go plant-based. I'm living by the beach and I'm just like lit. I feel awesome. I feel so grateful. I feel so connected to nature. I go outside every day by the boardwalk, by the ocean, and I'm just like high off salt air. And I start thinking like, wow, life is so beautiful. And I start to question like, what is meant for me? What am I meant to do here? What is my purpose here on this earth? And I got the message that I needed to start meditating and I needed to start surrounding my people on a spirit who are on a spiritual journey. And I went to Catholic school my whole, not my whole life, but from seventh grade to 12th grade and then one year of Catholic um, college. And I always loved religion classes, but I never, it just never felt like my truth exactly. And I always thought of, I was always interested in every type of religion because there had to be a little bit of truth within each one or a lot of bit of truth in each, each and every one. Um, And after college, after high school and into college and beyond that, I started to lose my faith and I kind of reached this point of, um, you know, like you live, you die, that's it. There's nothing more, nothing less. And then after I changed my diet and started to feel this deep connection to the earth and started to see so many synchronicities, I'm like, whoa, wait a minute, there's a lot more going on here. And, you know, I've been taught all about religion, all about an afterlife, all about all these spiritual things, but now I know it to be true. It's not just stuff other people are telling me. I'm like feeling something inside of me start to know that there's so much more than just the worlds that we're living in and that we're looking at with our own two eyes. So like I said, I got the call to start meditating and start calling in some high vibrational friends. And that's exactly what started to happen. I met some of my best friends actually after my husband and I got married. It's weird. A lot of my best friends today weren't even at my wedding, which was just a few years, four years ago. And it's because this big shift took place in my life. Um, it was just such a powerful time. And when I got the the download to start meditating, I journaled every morning. I went to the beach every day, walked the beach and just took in like this movement meditation and felt so deeply connected to life and the earth and nature and everything around me. So I started to journal every day about what it was I wanted to do. And this is before I even knew what Kundalini was, before I ever experienced Kundalini. I would just write down, um, I want to experience, I want to be able to help people feel like they're best versions of themselves. I want to be able to empower people, let them know that anything's possible. They're capable of amazing things, whether they believe that right now or not. I want to be able to help them see that within themselves. And in my journal a lot, it would say, I want to do something with movement and meditation, movement and meditation. That was all over my journal. And one day I stumbled upon an ad for Kundalini and I was really guided to it. My intuition said, just do it, try it, sign up for the free trial. And I did. And the first time I tried it, literally felt like a post-orgasm 
tingles, vibrations, bliss, calmness that I never felt. And being someone who struggled with health anxiety and panic attacks and all the things, I just laid there being like, oh my gosh, like I finally feel calm. I think this is what calm must feel like. And if it is, this is freaking euphoric. I'm doing this every day. So I started to do it every single day and my life started changing. Not only did I kick my anxiety to the curb, but I felt calmer. I felt more focused, more centered, more grounded, more grateful for everything in my life. And I went to school as a teacher and showed up as my best self every day for those kids because of this practice. I was able to just, I actually started to connect so much deeper to children in that way. Like I said before, um, working with children was never something I was just innately guided to, but this practice helped me to see what a powerful and special role I had as a teacher. And um, what was important to me as a teacher was not the curriculum, although I I was a pretty good teacher, I won't lie. Um, But It was really about making the kids feel safe, making them feel so happy to go to school every day, making them feel like they can do anything no matter how hard a task is that's brought to them. They would be able to overcome it. And just doing a lot of mindfulness with them is what I found to really be um, my role helping them to feel safe, to feel strong, to feel confident, to feel good about themselves and teaching them to be kind human beings so that we could create a ripple effect. So yeah, so a few years later after that, um, we experienced COVID in 2020, three years later. And I got to, just like everyone, the world shut down. We were home and Throughout this time, it was the scariest time, but also a blessing to me because I really found my way as a light worker and a healer. And um, I knew that I wanted to show up for the world in this way. And I actually got the message. I heard it in my voice. You've been training for this. So every day, as I told you, I started a morning practice, woke up every single morning, went deep into my meditation routine, healed my own health anxiety so that I could help others through meditation and through kundalini. And um, when a pandemic hit, that's pretty much the worst nightmare of a hypochondriac slash someone who experiences health anxiety. And I was able in that time to use my practice and really heal um, whatever was within me still with health anxiety and help hold space for others during this really intense time. And I was teaching from home, but there were like not really any rules about teaching from home. We had to go online for about an hour, if that. I don't even know if we had to be on there for an hour. And, you know, I made sure all of my teaching duties were done. And when I had more time in my day, I was focusing on Evolve, focusing on this huge planetary shift that's happening and how I could show up and help the collective through this. And um, that message that I was training for this without ever knowing what it would look like or what it would be like, um, I had to live up to. And I had to know that I was here to support the collective during this time. So I showed up a lot, almost every day we're going live, we're doing meditations, and I started to hear 
all of the life-changing transformations people were experiencing throughout a pandemic, throughout the hardest time of your life, people were having these awakenings and feeling like they were almost thriving um, during a time where it was so hard to just survive. And the more and more I heard the power of this practice, I knew the power of this practice because of what it's what it did for me and what it continues to do for me. But when I started to hear so many other people explain a similar experience that I had back to me and mirror that back, I'm like, I know, right? We're onto something here. We are onto something. And, um, you know, that year went by and then it was a really hard decision, but I decided to go back to school the next year and teach again, even though um, I didn't feel completely comfortable being in person at the time. And I really felt in my soul that I was meant to serve in another way. I kind of ignored it. My husband and I definitely got cold feet and we just decided like it would be best to go back to school again and teach um, another year, see how it goes before doing Evolve full-time And I met a lot of resistance last year. And a lot of you didn't know the behind the scenes. And that's why I wanted to come on and share this here. Um, In a way, I felt like I went against my intuition. And I knew my purpose in the world. And I didn't listen to it. And I went back to school because I was too scared to let go of all of those things that I shared before. The security, the great relationships I had there, the financial support through the job, um, all the things for my future, my pension, the retirement system, all of the, the health benefits, all the things. And um, it was hard because we're still living through a pandemic. I required a lot of time to myself in the mornings to be able to show up as my best self throughout a pandemic and then to be a teacher in a school and then to hold space for others outside. It was a lot. And there were mornings where I cried my eyes out saying, I'm ignoring my dharma. I'm ignoring my life path. How could I do this to myself? Um, I need to step into evolve full time and listen to my heart, no matter what anybody else is saying to me. And I was met with a lot of resistance from family members. A lot of resistance. My husband's always the most supportive. He was a little scared, not going to lie, but he's always like, listen, your intuition's so on point. I believe in you 100%. And I know how hard you work and the passion you have to help others. You're always going to be okay. But um, I recently heard in a podcast that your parents don't really care if you're happy. They just want you to be safe. They want you to be safe for now, for the future, um, et cetera. So this, I was seeking approval from a lot of people in my life, and I didn't realize that in conversations I would bring up how um, you know how important it is to follow your heart and do what your soul's supposed to do to only meet resistance from others and people shutting that down and saying, no, you need to be safe. You need to be secure. You have to have your pension. You have to have your retirement all set up. You have to, um, you know, always have those supports in place. So with a lot of wrestling back and forth, I finally decided after this school year that that would be it for me as a teacher for now. Um, as much as there's so many things I love about teaching and I love the teacher that I've become and how I really just 
created the safe space for kids and this positive space for kids, um, I decided that I'm going to leave all of that behind for now and focus 150% on Evolve and helping people find their life path that they're supposed to be on, help them heal their traumas, and be able to deliver contents and meditations that could help others live their best life. And let me tell you what a process this is. So the conditioning is so real and so deep because um, there's just so many layers to work through. One day I would wake up this summer, this past summer, I'd wake up saying, wow, I'm so excited to live my truth and this dream life that I've always dreamed of that I wrote down in my journal. I can't wait. And then the next day I would wake up and be like, wait, I'm going to be my own boss. This is so weird. Will I be successful? Will I be busy enough? That's another thing. I thrive off of being busy. And that's something right now I'm working with. Um, as much as I thrive off of being busy, you guys know I love all the self-care in the world and I have like a three-hour morning routine. So it's like pretty, I, I definitely have some pretty masculine energy within me and that is this next phase of, um, you know, undoing and really finding that feminine flow. But I, I do, I love being productive. I love being busy and I think it's a healthy thing when it's feeling healthy and when you're not burning yourself out, it's okay. I know culture now is swinging back saying like productive energy or like being super productive or too busy isn't good. And I agree with that. But um, if you know you thrive with deadlines and you thrive with um, just a packed schedule, a comfortably packed schedule, I think that's okay too. But yeah, so it's been a really big process. And I know a lot of people are going through this and that's why I wanted to share it. A lot of people I know have dreams of starting their own business, leaving that super secure job, taking the plunge and just doing it. And I felt so guided to share this experience because it, I'm telling you, it wasn't pretty. And a lot of the things that I show up and share is pretty. But since other people were involved, I had a co-teacher. I had um, a community at school I was very close with. I didn't feel comfortable posting and sharing every little bit of this journey, um, the highs and the lows, or even that I was debating this. Um, I wanted to only share it when I was 100% sure that this was the decision I wanted to make because, as I said, it affected my co-teacher and other people. Um, and I wanted to be sure when I went to other people and shared that I would be doing Evolve full-time, I wanted to be 100% certain about it. So I started Evolve two years ago and yeah, around its two-year anniversary, I decided that it was time to go full force into my truth, into my dharma, into my future that I'm creating for myself. And I think the most important thing right now that's getting me through as, um, you know, everyone's transitioning back to school right now and it feels weird and I miss my students so much I could cry. I miss the families I worked with so much. Um, but something that's getting me through is one of the biggest lessons that I've ever learned um, and it's the lesson of surrender. 
I've built my faith up to this point. I've read so many books. I've done so much research on how when you are doing what lights up your soul, you are destined for success and you're already successful because you're doing what you're meant to do here on earth. So always leaning in. I I came from a family that definitely had some money blocks and, um, you know, just their idea of money is very different than the one my husband and I hold. And I've learned through, like I said, a lot of texts, a lot of spiritual texts and a lot of energetic texts about um, the law of attraction and the energy and space you need to be in, in order to attract abundance and be successful and be an abundant being. And it takes a lot of reprogramming of the mind, but thank God I have Kundalini. This couldn't have been possible without my practice. That's for sure. Um, Kundalini helps you to get into the subconscious and clear out any limiting beliefs that are holding you back from being in flow. We're all meant to be abundant. We're all meant to be healthy. We're all meant to be in flow and learning to lean into that, learning to be my own alchemist and my own healer, just like you guys are your own healers. Um, has taught me that I will bring in all that I set intention for and all that I'm destined for. And so surrender has been a really big piece of this, knowing that I'm completely supported by the universe. The universe is my lover and the universe will always support me because I'm doing my life's work. I'm living my dharma and the same for you. When you're in alignment with your truth, the universe is always going to support you. And any rejections or times of tension or stress could be us just being redirected to a different outlet, to a whole different chapter, to a whole different avenue. And it's such a powerful, powerful experience to go through this and completely surrender, like arms open. I'm visualizing myself right now in the ocean, which I'm actually like a little scared of. That's another place I need to surrender. But this metaphor is like me being in the ocean and just being taken in and going through those ebbs and flows with the wave and allowing the universe to completely support me and guide the way. And it's a really powerful place to be. So that's where I'm at. And as I shared, it is definitely not easy letting go of the limiting beliefs that society has put in front of us that our parents really firmly believe and have imprinted into our minds. But that's where this practice is so powerful. It helps us to really be able to find out what our truth is and follow that inner voice and know just like I left to go teach in the Bronx, so sure of myself, even though my dad was kicking and screaming um, the same way right now and making this huge life decision, leaving behind tenure, leaving behind a really great pension system, a six-digit salary and medical benefits and all the things, leaving that for now to be able to come into this space and try this on and see how it goes and help people in a way that feels the truest to my soul. So I'm just so excited for this adventure. I'm so grateful for every single one of you who have 
come on this journey with me so far, who are here listening to this, and I hope that it provides you with inspiration. Um, I hope it provides you with a ton of questions for me too, because I would love to take your questions and continue this podcast and answer them. There's just so much to unpack um, while making this really intense lifestyle change and life change. So I'm just getting into it. It's officially the first day of school today. As I record this episode, I'm not there. I checked on all my teacher friends and this the teachers who my students have this year, telling them to look out for my babies, give them all the love. Oh. Um, but I'm excited that I'm starting this on a new beginning, a really powerful new beginning. And as I said right now, I am, to tell you about my process, I'm finding my way, finding my schedule, attracting all of the clients that um, are ready to do this work and are ready to just change their lives from the inside out, starting with themselves and finding this flow being open to the universe, finding a lot more time for my practice, maybe meditating two or three times a day, um, and reading a lot of books that bring me into alignment and deliver me inspiration and downloads, and being open to supporting everyone and anyone who needs the support right now. And I want to leave you with the idea that when you are in alignment with your truth and you're following your heart, the universe just starts to set things up for you, put things on your way so that you could feed into that. And the universe is always there listening and there to support you and there to encourage you to go forth and on, on this journey. So just know that by doing what you love and by following and leaning into what feels good, you will absolutely be led to your truth, your dharma, if you are on the quest for that. If you're on the quest for finding what it is you're meant to do here on earth, you will be led to that just by doing what feels good for you. So thank you for joining me today. I would love for you guys to submit any questions to me through Instagram or through email that I could come on and answer and talk about here um, on this podcast, but I'm excited for this new beginning. I am excited for where the universe is taking me and taking you and taking us together as a community. And I look forward to hearing your feedback on this. I'm so excited to officially announce it. It's like the scariest but most exciting thing in the world, this journey that I'm on, that I owe all to my morning practice. This courage that I have, this faith that I have is something that I was truly lacking only four years ago. Um, and it's just amazing to be a whole new person and I hope to be able to help you become the best version of yourself and the most supported, abundant version of yourself. So thank you for joining in on the Evolve podcast episode one. I can't wait for this new beginning. So much love to you, Satnam, and may the long time sun shine upon you. 
Thank you so much for being here at the beginning of the journey of the Evolve podcast. If you enjoyed it today, I invite you to subscribe. And if you rate and review the podcast, I will send you a private link to one of my favorite meditations and some must-have morning rituals to start your day in the best way. Thank you.